0: And welcome to episode 3 of Control-Alt-Deplete. I am here, Buck Blind, on the left side of the screen. And over on the right side, we have Mr. Bioshock. Welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed the first two uh, episodes of Control-Alt-Deplete. Uh, appreciate everyone that has liked the videos, watched the videos, Appreciate the support. Uh, keep on watching, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Bioshock, how you doing
1: today? Good. Good. Uh- there's been some changes to the beta, so it's got me testing lots of stuff. Nice, nice, yep.
0: We did some dungeon testing last night. Yep, we're getting we're getting there. They're starting to get everything set and ready. Hopefully, we'll get some more dungeon testing in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, things are getting close. We're getting, what, we got six, seven weeks now before launch, supposedly. We'll see. Yep, yep. Uh, you got and any plans for that launch?
1: 24-hour stream, baby. Yep, yep. We're going to be doing a
0: 24-hour stream. We'll both be live. Probably both be in Discord, so come hang out on the launch you know, while you play. See what we're doing. Yep. See if you can beat our leveling times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good um, luck. <laughs> all right,
0: so let's go into the news. Bio, take it away.
1: Okay, so start... The first thing we're talking about is the season four ends on October 25th, which is in what, two weeks? Uh, yes, yes, that is correct. Just under two weeks. Yep. Now, I'm not sure.
0: Uh, so that, that kind of means, you know, pre-patch is going to be coming out most likely a week or two right after that. because so the first? Yeah, I, I would say we'll see pre-patch either the first or on the eighth um, of, of November. Th- I feel like it's got to be the first because usually a pre patch first yeah because yeah, usually a pre-patch is three or four weeks um that's what it uh, would be it'd be four if it starts on the first uh, yeah but we might know some more info about how long pre-patch is going to be because here in about 10 hours 12 hours uh they are going to have pre-patch testing on the PTR um so we will going to be able to get a first look at that um with that pre-patch testing we have um, they're gonna have the introductory quest line not sure exactly what it's an introductory of if it's just for Dragonflight, most likely um, i'm not sure if that's the quest line that we've already seen like on the uh, when we're leveling up or if there's another quest line that we have yet to see at all um my guess is it's probably a like, whole new quest, quest line. like so you know, like the quest we do in Orgrimmar when it, right before you go into Dragonflight.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I'm guessing there's going to be another set of quests that kind of lead into that that we haven't seen yet. So that'll be. Uh,
1: my understanding was that there was going to be up gear to like get to like get you kind of on par. Uh,
0: yeah, but this is I'm talking about the introductory quest line that they're going to be testing tomorrow. Oh, okay. um, so I don't know what that quest line or quest line is going to be. Uh, but that would be interesting to check out. I'm definitely interested in checking that out. Um, yeah, same. They're going to have the Elemental Storms in Badlands and Angoro, So there's going to be uh, scaled enemies there. So if you are leveling right now and you're about to head to <laughs> Badlands and Angoro, Avoid it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, so those I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be somewhat similar to the uh Enzoth zones, like the reworks that they did in um BFA were like uh Old Deer and I think that's what it's called, Old Deer. I think my I I don't know if that's the right name or not, but yeah. The uh the the different zones, the the Veil of Eternal Blossoms where they had, you know, right. re, they reworked it all, it's gonna be similar to that is my guess. Um and have yeah. some enemies in there. Um, and then also, this, I wasn't aware that this was going to be a thing, but this says the Return of Oldemon as a level 60 dungeon. So that's one of the new dungeons, uh, Return of Aldemon, I believe, right? Yep. Is, so, so yeah, that's going to be available as a level 60 dungeon during pre-patch, it sounds like. Interesting. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. That's kind of cool, have something to do yeah that, and that'll be during pre-patch so that'll be nice my guess is that dungeon will probably um well yeah it'll definitely scale up once the actual launch happens but i guess they are just giving us a dungeon to play through and test out for that last little bit of pre-patch so that's kind of nice um the testing starts october 14th which is friday um this should be out later today so that'll be that it'll be, it'll be today essentially um at 1 day 1 p.m eastern time and then the uh Um, the testing will end on Sunday at, well, I guess Monday at 3 a.m. Eastern time um, on October 17th. So that, uh, will be interesting to test out. I know you and I will probably be doing some of that later tomorrow evening, testing out the patch stuff. So that'll be nice to
1: see. Yeah. Something new. Yep. Um. Am I, is it my I'm up? Yep, yep. yep okay. tier sets. Okay, so with the pre patch coming, once it hits, tier sets will be disabled, which is kinda was expected. Right. Um nothing nothing really to go in there other than the fact that there's no need for them anymore, which is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a sad demon hunter though
0: because our vengeance tier set was amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna miss it. <laughs> cool. All right, then we are also uh, one of the things Blizzard announced is the mythic plus scaling is gonna be ten percent instead of eight percent for Dragonflight season one. Uh, so each dungeon level <laughs> will will go up by ten percent instead of by. Uh, 8% of we've been used to so essentially for comparison um, a 15 key is going to be about as difficult as a 16 or 17 was in Shadowlands oh, okay. and a 20 key is going to be about a 22 to a 23 level um, so mm-hmm. with some of the changes that we're going to talk about later on uh, it kind of ties into that those 20 keys are going to be a bit harder 15 keys going to be a bit harder and yeah. some of the rewards, we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, dungeons are going to scale a little bit differently. Um, so it will be a more difficult dungeon at a lower uh, keystone level. I don't think it's necessarily bad, though. I don't, I don't mind that change too much.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, go on uh, to the next
1: one there. So we got some class tuning. This is going to quickly... Brush over it, Demon Hunter got nerfed, Havoc. Uh was Vengeance nerfed? Uh no, Vengeance was not nerfed. Okay, uh Rogue got some nerfs and some buffs. We had buff to assassination, nerfed to outlaw, but a buff to outlaw's energy regen, nerfed to subtlety. Beast mastery buff, specifically around dire beast. Um, I don't know if it's a mistake, but they buffed it by 400%, and then, again, by 50%. But I don't know if that's a, if that's, like, a mistake on their end. I don't know. It's 400. Well, 450 seems like a lot.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it was probably just under-tuned is my guess. Yeah. Because you know, they haven't changed it, and they've kept buffing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monk got, woodwalker got nerfed. Um,
0: No, I think all, all the, the, the wind all the monk stuff got buffed a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, I'm looking at Thunderfist.
0: Yeah, Thunder gotten got nerfed a little
1: bit. Yeah, and hot of hot Fire fixes. got buffed. And some fixes to Stormworth of Fire as well. Mistiever got buffed. Fire Mage got nerfed. Arms um, Warrior got nerfed. Fairy Warrior got buffed. Elemental um, Shaman got buffed. Enhancement got some changes, but mostly buffs. And then Holy Paladin was buffed, and yeah, those are the the quick go over of the nerfs and the buffs. Yep. Um. Then they
0: also, um, Rogues were interesting because I thought it was interesting the Rogues because they like they buffed all of the Rogue baseline ability. Uh, yeah. Then I know Assassination got nerfed on some of their abilities, or uh, no, Assassination got, buffed, got buffed, buffed on their yeah some of yeah. their abilities. Outlaw, um, Outlaw got, Outlaw, nerfed, Outlaw got nerfed on their damage, but their energy regen was buffed. So that's kind of like a give and yep. take there. And then By about sub, 5% sub just yes, and sub just got nerfed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then um, another thing they did—they added three action bars to the uh, the edit UI, the default UI. So you can—they've got eight, I believe eight, is it eight or nine action bars now? I'm trying to remember what it's. They, it's eight. I yeah it's eight. i think you're right i think it's eight action bars but they added three action bars to the default ui which is nice because i know um not ever i know you're saying you don't really use that many action bars no um, i use about five but yeah i i use all eight action bars i know people that are used to using lvui you have 10 action bars in lvui uh, right. so you know if if people are used to using that it's you know it's excellent to have the more through the default one um, yeah, I still think I'm gonna be sticking with LVUI though I just I like the LVI setup a lot that I've got and here's here's my big question though with the wow UI and what we've seen on beta is with just about every uh, uh, build it seems like the UI has some issues with it, like resets and doesn't save. Um, yeah. Obviously when they added the bars, they completely reworked all of our stuff. Any old saves that you had export. Cause like I exported mine when I tried to import it, wouldn't take it. Um, LVUI, Once you create your UI, you export it to a file. And whenever there's a new patch expansion, whatever you just go in and you import it and it, it's set up. It's already good to right. go, um, so yeah. I feel like I feel like there's a risk right now, and they might find they might fix this and make it a little bit easier. I feel like there's a risk with the with the WoW UI that you might save your profile and stuff, but then lose all of it whenever there's a patch or something, and have to redo yeah. all of it. And I, I don't like that. I don't want to have to redo my UI every single uh, patch. Uh, all right, but moving on, uh, the tier bonus tuning. You want to take us over that?
1: yes um just i'll go over quickly um balance got nerfed in two and four feral got buffed in two set um i i'm not sure i think i think their four set druid got feral got buffed as well um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All their their feral stuff. They definitely changed. They reworked the four set and completely changed it. It looks like. Yeah. Um. But I think it's a bit better. I don't. I still don't know if it's really all that great. But I do think it's better.
1: Well, like, so, in the last episode, I talked about how they had threw it had one of the worst things, and I was like, this sucks, you know. But then after testing feral, seeing how strong it was. I kind of understand why their sets not like great any much better because they're right. already pumping huge numbers. Yeah, but course, as far as I, the, as far as I the,
0: know. the tier set alone is still underwhelming. Um, but I do yeah. think, I, yeah, like I can say I know you were putting up really good numbers in the Feral, so it could just be that they said, "Hey, Feral's doing really well. Let's not give them that much of a damage buff from their fer- from their
1: class set." Which, yeah. They, 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 They increase the two set from five to six percent, is all.
0: Yeah, which I I don't know how I feel about the mindset of, oh, they're already doing a bunch of damage, so let's not, let's make their tier set really weak. Um, I don't, I I feel like if they're doing too much damage and you want to tune them, don't do it by making their tier set weak. Just change, you know, just just give them a slight nerf to make them more in line,
1: I guess. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, continue. Uh, Guardian Druid got buffed, right? Yep. 2 and 4. Yep. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. It's a lot better now. Um, Rusto Druid got nerfed. In their 2 set. Or 4 piece I mean. uh, Beastmashing Hunters got. um Just reworked. Their 2 set. our 4 yeah. set got reworked. I think it's a little bit better now to be honest. Yep. Yep. I agree. Um, Marksman got buffed in 2 and 4. Survival got buffed in 2 piece and 4 piece as well, I believe. Yes. Mage, Frost Mage got. It changed, or 4 piece got changed from. Yeah. Buster damage to 25%, Frost to 50%, for the straight spell damage was 8%. I, I so, feel like I it's, a it's a slight buff. A, I thought, personally, I thought it was a little bit of a nerf.
0: Well, it just depends, because it depends on what you're doing, I guess. So, um, the Fingers of Frost would increase just your Blizzard and your Frostbolt damage. Um, now it's just going to boost all of your spell damage. Everything. so. True. So, I feel like, it, you know, depending on what, what the direction is you're going, it, I, think, I think the reason they made this change was. By, by changing... By the original four-piece set... When you get your Fingers of Frost... You had to... You basically need to spend your... In the next six seconds, you need to cast a Blizzard... And then use your Frostbolt to take advantage of it. I so I think right. it changed your playstyle... And your rotation. And I think they're trying to avoid... Changing your rotations with tier sets. I think they just yeah. want it to just increase your damage... Or survivability, whatever. Um, they don't want it to change your rotation... So I think that's why they made this change. So you can just still cast your normal rotation. You're just gonna get an eight percent buff on everything. Right.
1: Yeah. Which um, also it
0: could one. be good because um, let's say you use you have two charges of Fingers of Frost. That's now gonna buff your second one. So True. that's gonna you know, you're gonna kind of stack. I don't know if you'll stack that buff necessarily, but it'll increase that. And that's I know those Fingers of Frost procs are some pretty good damage for frost mages.
1: Yeah. Um, Chever got a slight nerf in the two-piece. Windwalker four-piece got changed from versatility during Fistafari to the sort of damage. So, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, uh, I, the versatility during Fistafari means to take little reduced damage as well. But now just the damage increase by five percent. It's like isn't it the same as versatility. So,
0: so basically yeah, it's it's basically not really changing it. The only thing it does is you're just not gonna get the the two and a half percent damage reduction. Um, so it's a little I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to change. Um, yeah. Again, the versatility buff would have also applied to. Um, would affected all of your damage, not just well, um well no yeah, it was versatility it, during Fist of Fury. So I guess yeah. it didn't change that. It still is just Fist of Fury. It's it's a weird change. Um Yeah. I remember they said something about why they changed were changing it, they just were doing it more for like clarity than anything, and just re- rewording it a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. Um So um I Yeah, okay. I don't think um, it's really
0: a buff or a nerf there.
1: Yeah. It's just
0: kinda of changing it from increasing a stat to just, just flat out damage increase is what they wanted.
1: Alright, next we have Holy Paladin. Uh, I'm not really familiar with Holy Paladin, but um their two piece looks like you got nerfed. Yeah, it looks like a slight nerf there. And our four piece, really like light, like dawn with glory, best really percent critical there's holy shock, with 20%. That looks like it got reworked a bit. Yeah, the four-piece definitely I got reworked. think it's done a little bit of a nerf. Yeah, it looks like it probably it is from, a little bit of a nerf. Yep. What from 30% to 20% on additional damage or healing? They did take the uh, time
0: restriction out. It looks like, but yeah, I still think it's a little bit of a it's nerf. Just slightly. So it looks like what they did is it makes your other spells are increased by 6%, and then that one was the Holy Shock was reduced by uh, from 30 to 20. So they yeah. kind of made it so it buffs the other ones, but it's a little bit of a nerf too. So I think overall right. it's
1: a little bit of a nerf. Yeah. Um, we got Prop Pally, which got buffed their two set by 1%. Went from 4% verse to 5% verse. And instead of 4% for 4 seconds, it's 5% for 10 seconds. So, that's a slight buff. Yep. Uh, Retribution. They got reworked a little bit, eh? Holy um, Judgment, Play of Justice, and Wake of Ashes damage. increased by 15% for the 2 set. That's just straight up. Damage increase. It's no longer that stacking consider or Consecration damage. That's, um... I don't know it's I don't know how I feel about that I feel, you know, feel it like sounds
0: it's it's good for
1: single target uh, yeah I mean
0: wake of ashes hits multiple targets I believe right
1: it does yeah it's so it, pretty it's pretty hard too yeah
0: so I think it's it's all right I think it might actually be better yeah So, because originally... So, actually, what they did was they just increased the damage of Judgment, Blade of Justice, and Wake of Ashes. Because originally it was uh, Blade of Judgment... Or uh, Judgment and Blade of Justice would just increase your strength on your next Crusader Striker Consecration. Now it's just Judgment, Blade of Justice, and Wake of Ashes are increased by 15% damage. Yeah. So, I I think... I think it's probably a slight buff... Yeah. Again, I think it's more of a thing where they're trying to avoid. Okay, we just got two procs. Now we have to use a consecration or a crusader strike. I think they're trying to make it so you can just play your typical standard rotation without
1: worrying about your bonus, especially on a two set. Um. All right. Four piece got reworked from consuming that abilities to two set to just increasing final verdict, capos verdict, fine storm damage with ten percent, just flat out. Um, that sounds like a buff.
0: Yeah, except for me. they nerfed
1: Divine Storm by
0: 35%, so. <laughs> True. So you only get a little bit of that
1: back. True. Um, what we got left, we got just a couple classes left. We got Priest, no. Discipline, got nerfed. Um. Yeah, slight nerf. Yep, yeah, the four-piece the. Oh yeah, that's just the four piece set, yeah. the four piece, yeah. Yep, that's definitely nerfed. Holy priest got nerfed as well. for their four piece. Shadow got nerfed on its two piece and nerfed on its four piece as well. Um, elemental shaman two piece got buffed. And I, I like okay. I like
0: what they did with that. Um, because remember we were talking about that last time. Ten stacks How, being too much, yeah. Ten stacks, and they changed it to be five percent and stacks five, five times. times. I, I like yeah. that a lot better. Um, it's Detail. also stronger. Um, yep, because it's going to be twenty five percent, whereas it would have you know if you'd use it as five, it would have just been fifteen percent before. So it's yeah. a little, I, I like that better.
1: It's definitely better. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, their four piece got nerfed, right? I can't tell. Um, uh, 10% to so what is that number?
0: It looks like it's a, a slight nerf, yeah. So that's going to be um, about a little less than 8%. So, yeah, that's going to be a slight nerf there. It's about a 2% nerf to your mastery increase. And for only 5 <laughs> seconds instead of 10 seconds. Um,
1: so, yeah, that's a little bit of a nerf. Okay, then we have Enhancement Shaman, 2-Piece uh 10% um that's a buff i think the two piece gotcha and yeah i guess cause you can piece. get it with
0: more ability so that that'd be a little bit of
1: a buff yeah and the four piece got reworked to actually be good instead of this random <laughs> yes cool down yes it's much better than what it was because uh, you can consume 10 sacks of Maelstrom Weapon for one spell now. So that's 10% haste every time you do that for four seconds. So oh, that's a nice. lot better now. Yes, that's definitely nice. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a lot better. Um, Looks like they reworked the Restoration 4-piece set. Yes. They went from Healing Stream Totem Expires or dies to 10% haste. To your critical heals of a two hundred fifteen percent effectiveness instead of the usual two hundred. I don't. It sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, I Yeah, I guess it would, it, overall it's oh, probably a little bit better.
1: Fifteen percent.
0: Well, I was gonna say overall it's gonna be better. I, I would. I was gonna say I would like the ten percent haste more than just having a little slightly stronger crit heals. However, True. Um, the haste buff was only whenever your cloud burst totem or healing stream totem would expire. So or you're die. not gonna yeah. you're only gonna get it. The the crit heals is gonna be constant all the time, so I do like that better.
1: Yeah. Uh, destruction looks yeah, like the the four piece reworked. Yeah. Because um, that
0: was that was the one where like AOE would be decent, but single target would be terrible.
1: Yeah. I. I don't uh, know. They change it from that spread explosion damage to just straight up. Your critical strike to two hundred and eight percent damage instead of two hundred percent. Yeah, I don't eight percent buff to like chaos yeah. bolt and stuff. Yes, yeah, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Um. And last we have protection warrior, slight nerf, which got got nerfed. Yeah, yeah it's a slight nerf. It's not
0: not too bad.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah, that's but, all the
0: tier bonuses, it looks like. Yeah. Um, Alright, so next we wanted to talk about... They had some testing on the uh, Season 1 affix, which is Thundering. So, when they originally t- uh, did the testing, the way that it was working was... It, it. I understand now why they said that it was, like, prideful. Uh, because, essentially, what would happen was... Um, every so often, they said it was about every 1 minute and 15 seconds... Little blue swirls would show up on the ground. You had to dodge them and not stand them. If you get hit by them, then you would get these four little orbs around you, which is kind of similar to what Prideful looked like, where you would get the, the red orbs that would shoot out in a straight line. And that's what these would do, is those orbs would shoot out in a straight line, and if it each if, if any of them hit an enemy, or not an enemy, if it hit one of your allies, the ally would get take damage and get stunned. Um, right. So it did kind of work like Prideful... Um, However, they did rework it entirely, basically, Um, so it no longer works anything like that. Um, I'm not entirely sure how this is going to work, so I'll just read the tooltip here. Uh, Razgeth marks players with a mark of wind or mark of lightning, granting them 15% increased damage and healing done for 15 seconds coming into contact with the opposing mark neutralizes the effect on both players so it's similar to um in the anduin raid fight um where he would mark players you get marked and you'd be you'd have a purple or a yellow debuff on you and you had to mark somebody that had i think with that it was a I believe that one you had to also find somebody with the opposing marks. If you had purple, you had to find somebody with yellow and you had to run into each other and then it would get rid of the debuff. Um, if you didn't, I believe it wiped like the whole rain. <laughs> if if somebody s- messed it up, of um,
1: sounds like, uh, daddy is from a little bit.
0: Gotcha. Um, so the way that it works is after 15 seconds, if you're marked with it, if you're still marked, then you get stunned and you take damage every second for eight seconds. Um, but you get the buff the entire time you have it on you. So basically they were saying like the way that they think you'll want to do it is probably um, when you get the debuff on you, you'll want to just leave it on and get and find your player, but take advantage of the 15 seconds and take the buff. Your healer, I believe will just need to heal through it because I think it does damage while it's on you as well. Um, Right. But you'll want to kind of hang on to it as long as you can. And then when you reach like 13, 14 seconds and you only have a second or two left in the buff, that's when you want to run into somebody else and remove the buff. Um, that way yep. nobody gets stunned. Now, one thing that I know people were talking about and I haven't, let's see. So I haven't seen much on there. Um, obviously in a dungeon, there's five players. So, if everybody gets marked only two people are going to be able to, or only four people are going to be able to remove the, the debuff. So somebody's going to get stuck with that debuff on them.
1: Right. right.
0: So that's, so that's interesting. I don't know if they're going to make it where it won't affect like the healer or the tank. I don't know. Um, they haven't said anything about it. I know people were talking about like, Hey, let's make sure this doesn't, It only affects four players or something. I, I it could just be four random players. It um, doesn't have to be just, you know, always the tank doesn't get it or whatever, but even if it just made it four random players, that would make it easier. Um, yeah. Now, what this says is the, so the mark of the lightning, um, that one, oh, and also the initial thing, it's called lightning strike is what it actually is, the ability that the thundering actually does. Um, so it just inflicts damage to players standing in the area within four yards and it will stun them, so it's Probably. I don't know if it automatically stuns them or, or not. I'm not sure how that's going to work. That looks like that's probably the same thing it was where the, the abilities would come down and you just have to dodge the swirls. Yeah. Um, but you're going to probably want to stand in the swirl to get the buff, I would imagine. Um, And then, so the Mark of the Lightning... <coughs> Overloads a player with primal power, increasing their damage and healing by 15% for 15 seconds. Upon expiration, stuns the player, inflicts the, the nature damage by or every second for 8 seconds. Coming into contact with the Mark of Wind removes this effect. Um, mark of Wind overloads a player with primal power, increasing their damage and healing by 15% for 15 seconds. So it's the same ability, just a different looking mark. Um... Do, do, do. Primal Overload, Marks Players with Mark of Mark Lightning. Okay, so yeah, that's just the abilities there. So I'm curious if maybe... I don't know how this works. It sounds like it's going to automatically target people. My guess is that it's going to target four people each time, but it's probably going to be just random as to who gets it. Right. Uh, so Because I, I don't think you want to make a seasonal affects affix that you're just gonna be like well this affix won't touch healers or won't touch tanks i think that's a a bad seasonal affix yeah (laughs) um as a tank i mean if it doesn't want to touch me then sure i'll take it uh (laughs) but i I think it's probably it sounds to me like it'd be random because i or they intend somebody's just gonna have to get the big stun um i feel like that's weird but uh we'll see what they do what are your thoughts on that affix
1: it's interesting um I like having seasonal affixes that change on the season. I think it keeps kinda the high keys kinda fresh. Right. But so far I think it's interesting. Um see how it plays for sure. But yeah. I think the big difference also between this and the original
0: version was the original version didn't give you any kind of a buff. It just right. was punishment if you failed a mechanic. Um, I think a lot Which, of people wanted it to be, to have some kind of a buff. I don't think it necessarily yeah, has to, um, but I do
1: think it's nice that there's a positive for it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of 10 plus, like the Season of laughing, a lot of them have buffs. Yep, yep, most of them have had some kind of buff that you get. Yeah, so I, I don't know, I thought, um, I think it's kind of good
0: to have a buff. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think the change is a little bit better. I, like I said, I think the the going, the going running into each other thing could be interesting. Um, so we'll see right. how that goes. Um, another thing that they talked about, and we'll kind of go and touch on to this stuff. Uh, they made some changes with the reputation and renown. Um, so just to touch on this real quick. So the way that it works is that you, know, you get your reputation, and then it increases your renown rank. Uh, they changed right. the amount that you need to increase the renown rank it was 1000 rep now it's 2500 reps so 2500 to get a renown rank that right off the bat sounds awful however um they some of the weekly world quests these are some other changes they made some of the weekly world quests were changed to dailies and some are increased uh, to where they're going to be twice a week instead of just once a week um, the renown level requirements were lowered for some of the activities, like the um, different explorations and, and excavation type stuff that you do with the different uh, uh, factions. And then also, they said they adjusted some of the level up quests so that when you are doing them, you'll hit max level with those renowns, or with. I'm not exactly sure what they mean by hitting max level. I don't think they mean like you're level 60 to 70. I think they're talking about the individual skills that you're getting with the different factions. I think not positive. Um, but they said that uh, the level-up quests have been adjusted so players
1: hit max level with most of the activities unlocking. Um, Wait, so a quick question. Is that talking about leveling up without having to do as much side quests? Is that what it's No, saying? this is all just the rep and renown. I think, oh. I think that what they maybe have done...
0: Is that because there are different quests when you're leveling that right. do give you renown and reputation and stuff. And I think that they have made it so that you could hit max level um, at least to what unlocks, or by, by, by the time you hit level 60, you've unlocked most of the different activities. Because as we're going to get to it here in a minute, um, like some of the stuff requires you to be renowned level six in order to unlock a certain event for a faction. Um, So I think what they've done is they've added more quests or increased rep gains from quests so that by the time you hit level 70, you should have be at least like six or seven and unlocked those events to be able to do with the factions. I think that's what they're going with there. Um, And then the last change that they made was the weekly wrapper quest changes slightly each week going to be completely honest with you, I have no idea what the weekly wrap request is. I haven't touched any of the stuff with the factions. All I've done is level up um, and then do dungeons. Uh, so that's yeah. something I probably need to look into. But anyway, it's going to change every slightly every each week. They said the rep requirement is going to go up, but the overall increase... Uh, it's going to have an overall increase in reputation gains. Um, and all that will, will end up with a lower completion time. Um, so that'll be... Just changes that they've got that they put in, some of their notes on the Rep and Renown. Again, I don't know too much about those systems. Haven't had a chance to really go in and test them out, but I do plan on probably doing that in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing that involves the factions, they, uh, Wowhead released kind of a, well, I think it's actually Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard put a, Wowhead is where I got it at, but (laughs) Blizzard put out a blue post. On just kind of an overview of the uh different factions that we have um so i don't neither you or i really have done much with the factions yet um i don't think they've i'll be honest i feel like blizzard hasn't done a great job of really advertising the factions and the renown stuff Uh, um because I, I literally, until I saw this post, I kind of forgot that that was even a thing. The only time I ever noticed that we had factions was whenever the, an occasional quest I would turn in, and then boom, you're now renowned for with the Dragon Scale Expedition. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I, but, you know, I don't know. I haven't looked into them very much. But anyway, so just to cover this guide um, real quick, a little bit on it. Uh, you got four factions. You got the Dragon Expedition. You've got the Skara Tuscar. Uh, the Maruk Centaur, and the Valdrakhan Accord. Um, So the progression is within each individual faction. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it all works. I I thought that they were supposed to be all, oh, if you gain one renown, then it just covers all the factions. I thought that's how they originally advertised it. Um, Could be wrong on that. I don't know. That's what I thought they had said, was that it was going to be a a cross-wide progression on it uh, yeah but it sounds like it's not surprise surprise <laughs> um, uh, so yeah no as but the way is i guess you get reputation and by instead of reputation being the unlock their um your renown is now the unlock for different things but you get reputation right. and your reputation after you know like i said now it's 2500 after 2500 reputation with that faction you gain a renown um, so I think it's it, it's kind of a, a pro and con because like right now, it's just your different your five your four or five different reputation amounts, and when you get to that last one to get from revered to exalted or honored yeah revered to exalted, it's like twenty three thousand rep that you need. But now it's just going to be every twenty three hundred or every twenty five hundred rep you're going to gain a renown. So it's a little bit you'll slowly increase, so it won't feel quite as grindy. I think. Um, like you should gain a renown. If if we go off the current pacing of how much rep you get, you should be able to gain a renown every two days. Yeah, um, I think they're I think it's going to be faster than that. Honestly, I think because of the changes, it sounds like we're trying to make it go faster. Uh, but anyway, to cover some of these, um, the Dragon Scale Expedition is basically a combination of the Alliance Explorers League and the Horde's Reliquary League. Um, or Reliquary. They so it sounds a lot like what we're doing is going to be similar to archeology. Um, span so cause you're going to earn, you're going to get a, uh, where was it? You're going to get a metal detector and a shovel in order to help you to search for treasure. And you earn renown, um, with them by essentially going through. And it sounds like doing archeology. span You're going to be digging for treasures and doing little stuff like that. Uh, it's a lot of expiration-type stuff. Uh, one thing I really want to see what these are, it says that as you progress through the ranks of the Dragonscale Expedition, Expedition Renown, you'll be able to power up waygates that are scattered throughout the Dragon Isles that your alts can take advantage of. I don't know if those waygates are similar to like the waygates that we had in Shadowlands to travel from like the Maw... To Oribos and stuff, so it's going to be like a fast travel thing, because that would be really cool. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, that actually could open up so many possibilities um, for speedrunning, so I'm excited about that. That's something I want to kind of look into and see how that works. Um, but yeah, so you can get treasure maps and stuff through them and go and dig up treasure or magic-bound chests that you have to try to unlock. Yeah, and so it's all just exploration type stuff with them uh you get different supply kits that can increase your or can upgrade your exploration rock climbing and cataloging abilities i don't know what those abilities are but it sounds like a little mini game type thing which sounds like you know something fun to do on the side Um, and as you kind of see with all these faction things it sounds like not many of them are power like player power tied they are all more fun mini games on the side that you can do and by unlocking the renown you get like pets and cosmetics and stuff like that so it doesn't sound like you're going to be locked rep locked essentially on pat on player power um, like right. we have been for so long yeah um, so the second faction is the Tuskar, um, which we all love the Tuskar. we all met them in northrend and you know fell in love with Tuskar. everyone wants to be a Tuskar. we want playable tuscar uh, give us playable Tuscar blizzard <laughs> um, so anyway they've got um the Tuskar kind of focus on fishing um, this one I thought was interesting it may actually get me to fish again I don't I don't think I've actually I had I had a phase for a while where I made sure every profession was max level and fishing was always the hardest one because uh, it's so boring and I don't think yeah. I've actually touched fishing since like probably Legion I know I didn't fish at all in BFA, um, but uh, so but they're going to add some new ways to fish through the Tuscar. You can use a, a, a harpoon or a net in certain uh, fishing holes, which that's a new thing as well is they've got fishing holes uh, that I've not really tested out, but being able to go with a harpoon, harpoon a fish, that sounds like a lot more fun to me than just casting a line and waiting for 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, the net should be interesting as well. So that's kind of exciting. I, I kind of like that. Might give me actually try out fishing again. Um, and then they also have the community feast, which I know from I haven't actually done it. I saw it happening at one point, but I didn't actually participate. Um, from what I had seen, it sounds like people like the community feast thing. So, you know, good. If, it's, if people are enjoying it, all the better. Uh, but yeah, this happens in um, the Azure Span. I believe is where the community feast is and you can grab ingredients and stuff and throw it all in to make a big meal that then gives everybody in the zone a buff once they go and eat. Uh, So, yep, you can upgrade your harpoon and your nets and stuff. Uh, There's ways to do that. So that's kind of fun. Excuse me. All right. So then we have the, uh, the centaur, the Maruk centaur. This one sounds more fun to me. And I think a lot of people enjoy the events that are in this one. Um, so once you hit I think they said it's unlocked at a renown of 6 yes and you have to finish the license to hunt quest and have renown 6 with the centaur but you get then you right. get access to the grand hunts um, and during the grand hunt you'll partner with a powerful animal companion during the hunt um, once it's unlocked your companion will always be by your side during the grand hunts uh, there's 11 different Grand Hunt locations, so I'm guessing there's 11 different Grand Hunts. Um, and then um, you know, you'll get to go and fight and combat with different events. It's probably going to be similar to like the Wrath of the Jailer events in the mall, is my guess, which I thought those are oh, okay. decent. That kind, that's kind All of what right. it sounds like to me. Um, so I like that. It gives you more combat focus, something fun to do with that. Um, also, the in the Onaran plains you're gonna have the clan a will be moving around under the caravan and i've already seen their camp occasionally um and usually on the map it tells you like when the next time they're gonna move but they will be packed up at camp they'll, or they'll be they'll have set camp after a few days they'll pack up their camp and they'll move across to a new location um you can escort them during that time and if you escort them then you get more quests and rewards and stuff whenever they stop um, but also like each time they stop, they're going to have like a cl- small little quest hub. I'm guessing probably some kind of dailies and stuff like that. I haven't looked into it too much, but yeah. they'll have different rewards. I think sounds like based off where they stop. maybe each stop, they have different rewards you can get. So again, kind of something to check out. Um, and then the last one is about Drakken Accord, uh, which this one sounds like, you know, the most fun one, in my opinion. Um, I don't really care about the professions and stuff, but you'll gain renown like through work orders and stuff like that. A little bit of. Um, So, yeah, you complete various supply and crafting quests, work orders, dragon eyes, exploration, but also dragon riding races to get to increase your renown. Which the dragon riding races, I haven't tried them other than like the default one that it makes you do, but those are. Uh, seem like they could be a lot of fun. People have enjoyed them. Um, to, to, and then also through that side, you'll also be assisting the black dragon flight and you'll make a choice as to whether or not you want to support Rathion or Sibelian. Um, and then you do weekly quests with them as well. Now it says that ultimately you'll be able to help both leaders, but you choose one each week for a big bonus and a follow-up quest. Um, mm. And you get uh Different appearances for the dragon riding mounts, transmogs, and the Armoire of endless Cloaks toy from Rathion. Uh, So that's just a little bit about it. Um, Like I said, if you want to check it out, go check out the blue post. It is titled... uh, Well, the blue post is titled... Actually, let me see. Yeah, it's titled uh, Dragonflight Major Factions Overview. So check that out if you want to look into the factions a little bit more. They didn't get into as much detail as I thought they were going to but it still looks like fun.
1: Alright, next we have the Mythic Loot to 20s, rate right? the I know of PvP levels. Yes. So, if
0: you listen to last week, um, we, we talked about how they data mined, uh, Wowhead data mined that the Mythic Plus is going to go up to level 18 for the rewards, but the but the reward was still going to be the same as what a 15 gives now. And people were not happy. Uh, I don't know if wow had just data mined incorrectly, or if blizzard took that feedback, um, if you want to call it feedback <laughs> and, and said, okay, okay, we got gotcha. you. But, uh, you want to go ahead and go over that a little bit? Oh,
1: um, well, I, I'm looking at it for the first time here, but, um, I'm looking at the uh, the graph they have, like the end of Keystone level or whatever, Great Vault Keystone level, is that, is that kind of what we're looking at right now? Yes, yes. I'm seeing that the Great Vault Keystone level at 20 is only 421, is that correct?
0: Yes, which is still fine, um, because originally...
1: So originally it was only
0: going to be 418, is what the original data mine was. I thought 18
1: was going to be the highest, so 17 or whatever.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's that last week. That's what they data mined is that 18 was going to be the highest, but they changed that. Um, either that or the data mining was incorrect. Um, but now, so of 20 is going to be the highest keystone that you'll get loot for, and it will be, a, and the great vault will give you 421 gear. Um, you'll still only get 405 gear at the end of dungeon.
1: Um, oh, okay.
0: But 421, I uh, like this way better than what we've had. Right. Uh, because yeah. as of right now, like Mythic gear uh, is typically like 6 to 9 item levels higher than what you get from Mythic+. Plus, and that has always annoyed me. Uh, so this right. is going to reward the people that want to do 20s, which as we talked about earlier with the scaling, a 20 is actually going to be more close to a 22 or 23 for Shadowlands. So it's right. going to be a challenge for sure. Yeah. But you'll be able to get those 421 rewards. And that's what I wanted. I'll be honest, I don't know if I'll be able to do keys that high. I I, mean, I think we probably will be able to. I think we'll probably push to get it. Um, But I don't care whether or not I am going to be capable of doing it to get the same gear as Mythic. I just want there to be an option that if you push hard enough, you can get the same gear as Mythic. And that's kind of what they gave us. Um, so right. I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, I don't know what, what's your opinion on that.
1: I'm, it's more intensive to push higher keys. Mm hmm. So uh, I sure. really plan a doing 20 plus this, this expansion. This upcoming expansion, I should say. Right. Uh, I do have a question. Um, what drops 424, then? Uh, the
0: only thing that drops 424 is the last two bosses in the Mythic Raid. Okay. So if you look over on the right of that chart, uh, it's, yeah. so it breaks it down by the first the first column is your item level. The next column is the which, what uh, key level you need to do to get that at the end of dungeons. Like you can see there, right. 20 will get you a 405. Um, yeah. And your keystone, or the Great Vault, I mean, A 20 will get you a 421. That's the highest you get from Great Vaults. Uh, You've got your Valor rank, which I kind of figured you might want to touch on a little bit. Um, Looks like based off what your rating is, that's going to increase what your PvP gear goes to. Um, so like if your rating is only at 600 and you haven't hit thousand know, your item level is going to be 395 instead of like what we've been seeing at 411 um, but once you hit tw- 2,000, your item level will be 411 and they've got the different steps at thousand um 1400 1700 i'm guessing i'm guessing that nine the valor rank nine is probably actually supposed to be 1200 not a thousand i'm gonna guess it's a typo Right. Um, But yeah, so if you're 2400 rating, then you're going to get your scale, your gear is going to scale to 415 for PvP. Um, So I kind of like that. The higher the rating you have, the higher your gear scales. Um, So I I, I, I don't know how you feel about that. I think that's a nice way of doing it, in my opinion. Um, Well, how do you feel about that? Because you do, obviously, um,
1: you're the PvP guru, not me. So. When I first heard about how they're going to do PvP system, I was pretty excited for it. And it was good. the original system I I thought was in place was you buy a piece of PvP gear, it's no upgrading. It's going to be max level all the time. There's so no, there's not going to be this gap between top players and bottom players. Your gear's going to be the same all the way through. That was what initially I heard was going to be the way it was done. Right. So. I was kind of looking forward to that because it's nice to I don't have to be like, well, I can't beat a player 2400 if I'm pushing because he's got better gear than me. But at the same time, I think they might get it. Like, if you're pushing right you want better gear, it's the same thing with Mythic Plus. Right, yeah.
0: Well, and I think, so, so I think like, so you're still going to get your gear and it's going to scale. But yeah. I, I, I think what's what I like about it is like, it's not scaling, like, a huge amount. Because, like, what happens now, I feel like, in PvP is I go in and I'm wearing just whatever gear I've got, right? That's how it works now? Yeah. Um, so if I'm wearing, you know, 220 item level and I'm going up against somebody wearing a, th- you know, 300 item level, they're going to wreck me every time. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. I feel like so, it's, it's still going to be a challenge if, say, you're a 600 rating and you go in and you face against a 2400 rating person because it's going to be a 20 item level difference Uh, but that's not as bad I feel like as what it is currently but also my guess is if you're 600 rating you're going to be facing mainly people that are 600 or maybe 1000 rating you're not going to face the high level people and so like if you get to 2000 rating you're still sitting at 411 gear Um, yeah so 411 versus 415 isn't Too huge of a difference. I feel like.
1: So personally, I like. At first, I was like, "Well, it kind of sucks," but I understand why it's in place. Right. So I, I I do gotta say, uh, overall, I think I'm looking forward to it because I I know I can push 2,400. That's not an issue. Right. And you know, you can carry me to at least
0: a (laughs) thousand. (laughs) <laughs> oh you can you can get 1700 easily i think the highest i've ever gotten was like 15 some 1580 i think um during bfa i did a little bit of pvp and i got to like 1580
1: was the highest i ever got i'm did, pretty sure a ton you, of it if you played demon hunter I'm pretty sure you get 1700 easy to be honest
0: yeah no i like i said i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about maybe dipping my toe in that pvp with you just trying it out yeah yep um yeah, yeah so well, then yeah. Right. Uh, so then, on the on the right side there, uh, you've got so the raid drops. It's um, so like LFR. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, oh, this see. this yeah. raid this raid has three tiers of gear. There's low, mid, and high. So it's the right. first three or four give the low tier, then two bosses that give mid tier, and then two that give high. Um, so the low LFR is 376, mid LFR is 382, high LFR is 385 uh to put that in perspective you can get all that gear by doing seven and eights and mythic plus yeah um, uh and then um, for normal low normal is going to be 389 mid normal's 395 high normal is 398 and again if you do 15s you can get all that gear and end a dungeon on the high normal right. side um, which is a little bit low, less than what it's been. Uh, currently in Shadowlands, Like you can get some low heroic item level type gear. Uh, well, just heroic item level gear. Slightly below heroic, I believe, um, you right. can get from doing 15s in a dungeon. Um, so low heroic is 402. Mid heroic is 408. High heroic is 411. And um, you'll be able to get those that type of gear from your weekly chest in a, in a mythic plus if you do 15s um so right. they're basically making 15s count as like high heroic uh, which i'm okay with you know like i said I, I don't care so much i know there are a lot of people that are kind of like man they're making us do higher level keys for similar level gears what we used to get um i don't mind that at all I don't mind if they want to give us higher level, make us do higher level keys for a little bit less gear, as long as we can get that high end gear, which I think this yeah. is the first time we really can do that. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, like, low mythic gives 415 gear, mid mythic gives 421, and high mythic is going to give 424. 424 yeah. gear you can't get unless you're doing high mythic. Is right. what it is, whatever. I would still like there to be an option for Mythic Plus to get 424. Let's say plus 25s. Just make it a giant jump. You know, you complete a time of plus 25, you can get 424. But I am happy with 421. Um, If you look right now in Mythic Plus, doing a 15 uh, gives 304 for Shadowlands. And let me see here. Sepulcher, the first one. Actually, I don't think this is accurate because they their loot didn't... Yeah, see, their loot doesn't scale correctly on this. Um, yeah, because this is still showing from the previous season. Um, well, uh,
1: pretty much it for the Mythics. Yeah. Um. So let's see here. Next we have the uh, tank tier list
0: oh yes yes the tank tier list um we actually fun fact we actually did this last week uh but i didn't have my audio settings correct in my obs so the whole time i was talking it was completely silent uh so anyway let me pull this up and we're gonna change over here and we are gonna just double double check and make sure yep we have audio everyone can hear me cool all right, so last week Bioshock did a great job of covering all of the DPS tier sets and giving them a tier list and placing them. Um, I also gave input that none of you were able to hear, so <laughs> uh, but Bioshock did a great job on that. Um, I had to edit a lot out of the stuff that I did so that there wasn't like silent a bunch of silence and stuff. So that was <laughs> fun, uh, but anyway. Let's go ahead and cover the uh, the tank tier sets. So let me pull this back up over to here so I can see this. Alright, so Blood DK, the two set bonus. Um, when Bone Shield charge is consumed, you have a 20% chance to generate one rune. And then after 10 Bone Shield, the four set bonus is after 10 Bone Shield charges are consumed, you gain 10% damage and haste for 10 seconds. That's a pretty good, uh, nice, nice tier bonus there. Doesn't affect your rotation at all. Gives you a nice damage buff, nice haste buff, and it encourages you to keep your Bone Shield up, uh, which you're supposed to do anyway. Um, so that one, based off what I see from it and what I've seen a lot of people put, we're going to put that in the A tier. Um, moving on to demon hunter vengeance my love my passion i love vengeance demon hunter um, the two set bonus your sheer or fracture whichever one you're using uh deals 20 percent more damage so it's a nice single target buff generates 20 percent more fury which is a nice energy generation you know, spend or er, resource generation buff and it also has a 15 percent chance to generate an additional soul fragment I really, really love the two-set bonus because it kind of shores up our weaknesses, which are single-target damage. Our Fury generation has felt kind of weak so far. And our Soul fragment generation has felt weak. And that literally addresses all three of those issues. Uh, The 4 set bonus, Spirit Bomb and Soul Cleave have a 12% chance to deal 50% more damage and cause targets they hit to deal 15% less damage to you for eight seconds. So a nice mitigation... um, It's only a 12% chance, so it's kind of low, but that's still not bad. Uh, I'm happy with it. It could give you a bit more mitigation. 12% will happen quite often. I mean, you're going to use Spirit Bomb all the time. Soul Cleave, I haven't used it a whole lot. I feel like I probably should be using it more. You don't want to spend your Soul Fragments on it, but uh, overall, the way that the Vengeance tier set has come out, really, really strong. Uh, A lot of people have had it in A or S tier. I, of course, am going to put it in S-tier because I am biased. (laughs) 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 I will openly admit that. I I love our tier set. I think it does a great job of shoring up our weaknesses and giving us some nice damage output as well. Uh, Moving on to Guardian Druid. So the tier set that they came out with originally... uh, it caused your uh, mangle to do extra damage and or would use it with gore and it gave some of your abilities a higher chance to proc gore uh, it also increased your thrash damage by like 5% with the four piece set um, and then your your gore would your mangle that was used with gore would heal you however it was all single target based it would force you to use your gore procs um, instead of continuing an AoE rotation and I put it in D, D tier. Um, however, uh, since last week, they reworked it. And it is way better. Uh, so now, when you use Mangle with Gore, it deals 30% of, of the damage that you dealt with Gore. Uh, that 30%, 30% of that damage is now dealt to all nearby enemies. Uh, with the damage reduced beyond 5 targets. So that immediately makes it now an AOE ability when you have a Gore proc. That's amazing. Fantastic. Um, yeah. It also increases your damage done. and reduces the damage that you take by 5% whenever you use it, which is also great. And it lasts for six seconds. Uh, the four set bonus. Gore has a 5% increased chance to trigger uh, using mangle with Gore heals you for whatever. Uh, uh, looks like about 5% of the damage. Um, uh, it's, it's 0.5 times your action or your times your attack power, so it's going to heal you for a good chunk of damage over six seconds as well. I think that with the changes, I honestly, I like the tier set a lot. I think, especially for Mythic Plus, I'm going to put it in A tier. Uh, it might be just B tier for raid. Uh, I think for single target, it, it's kind of a little lackluster and definitely be like a B tier for single target, but I think for, for Mythic Plus, especially that's a fantastic tier set to turn the gore procs into aoe attacks really strong Um, so that one's going to be an a tier uh let's see our next one is brewmaster monk two set hitting an enemy with tiger palm or spinning crane kick grants brewmaster's rhythm uh increases the damage dealt and reducing damage taken by one percent for 10 seconds stacking up to four times so it's like a 4% 4% damage increase, 4% damage reduction. It's not bad, not great. Four set bonus. Each stack of Brewmaster's Rhythm, Purifying Brew... Uh, or For each stack of, of Brewmaster's Rhythm, the Purifying Brew will clear 3% more of your damage delayed with Stagger. So if you have four stacks, Purifying Brew is going to clear 12% more damage whenever you use it. Which is... It's also pretty good. Again, nothing amazing. Um, they didn't really get much of a damage with buff with their tier set, but kind of I think like what we kind of decided on Feral, it was Brewmaster Monk is doing so much damage already. They didn't really want to yeah. buff it. Um, I'm still going to put it in the B tier just because in and of itself, the tier set is kind of mm, it's whatever. It's it's not bad, but it's not great. So that one fell into B tier for me. Right. Um, moving on to Prot Pally. The two-set bonus, Avenger's Shield grants you versatility of light, increasing the versatility of you and your closest ally by 5% for 10 seconds. Um, I have One thing to say on that two-set, why is it buffing someone else other than us? Like, I, I don't know. I don't understand that. <laughs> Just give us the buff. Uh, it feels like kind of a waste of a tier set to buff other people. Um, yeah. Uh, but then uh, the four-set bonus, casting Hammer of the Righteous or Blessed Hammer, whichever one you're using based off your talent choices, increases your parry by X% percent for Y seconds. Um, I believe it's supposed to be... Uh, what was that originally? I, I think they've got a type it there. I believe that was like 5% or something, um, or maybe 4% for like... Ten seconds. Hang on, they just—they just changed that. Let me pull this up real quick. I know you mentioned it um, earlier. Oh, where was that at? Tier bonus shooting. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, they got their tool tip wrong on there, so I can't really see what that's supposed to do. Uh the prop pally. Okay, so the two set. That's just the five percent for Okay, so the prop one is still the same. So yeah, they, I don't know what the uh the parry is x it's X percent for Y seconds. Uh, I know the tiers list that we had, that we were looking at, had a a better look at it, but this is not showing me that. Um, It had actual numbers there. But anyway, uh, the prop one, I wasn't real fond of it. Um, Increasing parry isn't really, like, it's nice, but it's not really that great. Um, So, I have prop pally in the C tier list, because I was not impressed by their... Uh, by their bonuses from the tier yeah. set. yeah, uh, Especially that two-set bonus, increasing versatility, it, it's not bad, like, getting 5% versatility, but instead of giving 5% to me and an ally, just give 10% to me. <laughs> I, I just feel it's weird. that it's, I don't think any tier set bonuses should be buffing your allies. It should be buffing you. Yeah. Um, so it's just a little odd. Uh, I just wasn't impressed by it. Anyway, the last one is Prot Warrior, which the two-set bonus, uh, Revenge, grants you Vanguard's Determination, which increases your damage done and reduces the damage that you take by 4% for 5 seconds. So it's a little, you know, basically a 4% damage increase and a 4% damage reduction. It's not bad. A um, little bit less than what the Prot Pallies get. Um, but then the four-set bonus... Uh, during Vanguard's Determination, you gain Ignore Pain equal to 5% of the damage that you deal. So it's a nice little uh, damage mitigation. It got nerfed. It was 10%. It got nerfed down to 5%. It's alright. Again, I'm not super impressed with it. So Prot Warrior, uh, I've seen people put him in A tier. I think part of that is because Prot Warriors are already in a pretty good spot. But from a tier set bonus specifically... I'm going to put that in the B tier. Um, It's just not amazing, especially after the nerf to ignore pain. And when it was 10%, I think I could justify it being an A tier, Uh, but being knocked down to 5%, I think it knocks it down to a B tier tier set. Yeah. So there you have it. Vengeance Demon Hunter S tier. Very excited about that. Uh, Blood DK, Guardian Druid, both A tier. Brewmaster and Prot Warrior in B tier. And the Prot Pally in C tier keep in mind again, these are just for the class tier sets. These are not the actual class themselves. Um, you know, brew master monk. I know it's from what I've heard is in a really good spot. Prot warrior is looking pretty good. Um, haven't really heard much on Prot Pally or guardian Druid or even blood. Yeah. DK. Um, I know vengeance demon hunters are <sighs> from what, from me playing it. I think they're in a good spot. Um, I really like the talent trees. Um, I, th- I think they kind of screwed us a little bit on our cc uh, uh they they felt we had too much cc i would disagree uh obviously i'm biased though <laughs> um, but uh no i think i think tanks are going to be in a decent spot I th- i'm hoping they're kind of, it feels like they're kind of trying to let tanks do a bit more damage than usual just from what i've seen so i hope that that stays i hope that they do go that route because that's when you're doing lots of damage to the tank, it's just more fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is pretty much it for the tier sets. Let me switch us back to our normal screen here. Um, also, something I wanted to touch on. If your class got nerfed, I just want you to know that... And this is for, like, overall. If your class overall got nerfs this past week... Blame Bioshock, uh, because every class that he touches gets nerfed to the ground. Um, yeah, yeah, I know you. you, you every playing, class had
1: nerfs.
0: Yes, yeah, you were playing a lot of uh, Shadow Priest and Rogue, and you played some Demon Hunter, and they all got nerfed. You played Balance Druid, it, it got nerfed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one, stop touching Demon Hunter. <laughs> Don't nerf my class anymore. And then also, if you'd like to send him any hate mail for uh, nerfing, getting your class nerfed, um, go right for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, apparently Blizzard just doesn't like him, which is, yeah. you know, whatever, you know. Stop playing Here's my what classes. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, the last thing we want to do before we... Get on our way. Here is cover our ad- our add-on of the week. Um, we did not have an add-on of the week last week because we did have it, but unfortunately we were muted. Well, I was muted. Um, yeah. So we were gonna pull up, and the add-on we are covering is LTP. LTP, otherwise known as Leatrix Plus. Let me pop. There we go. Alright, so, Leatrix Plus, uh, once you have it installed, you just put type slash LTP, and that will sh- pull up the uh, menu for it. And,
1: Bio, go ahead and tell us a little bit about LTP. Well, some of the basic stuff that you'll be getting for, the reason why you might probably getting it for, is to uh, instantly pick up quests. without You have to click through and click accept and click in the quest. then just going through that it also um automatically turns quests in uh except for ones where you pick a reward yep but i mean that's still the process like crazy yes uh you can have it set so you talk to a vendor you can sell all your greys and repair your gear without having to click anything it's just an overall nice tool to use to, to speed up your leveling process. Yeah, I didn't think it would matter that much but once I started playing with it it cuts a lot of time off.
0: Yep. Um, and then to get around the whole part where it, if you have a reward choice, um, if you have uh, Azeroth Autopilot installed, that does have an option in there to where it'll automatically select a reward and then the automate quests will just go right away even if there is a uh, choice now typically if you have a choice you're going to want to look at it and decide if one of them is better for you anyway which is why ltp doesn't automate through that uh, but if you're speed running like me you don't care what the reward is because you've got your gear in your bags already and you just want to go as quickly as possible um, another thing it does is if you hold down the alt key and have the automate gossip checked you can automatically select it'll automatically go through the uh the gossip options on the on a like, if, if you have a quest, you're supposed to talk to somebody, you have to click to talk to them. It'll automatically do that. Um, it also yeah. has, it, you can have it automatically accept summons, um, automatically accept reses if you're, you know, just good for, like, PvP and stuff. Um, you can tell it to automatically release if you die in PvP. Uh, you can, you know, block duel requests, block pet battle duel requests, block party invites, friend requests, shared requests, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, you can have it set up so that if a friend, somebody on your friends list invites you to a party, it'll automatically accept, automatically party synced, uh, or party sync requests will automatically be accepted. Uh, if somebody joins, a, or you start up a queue, it'll automatically accept a queue if it's if you're in a group with your friends. Stuff like that it has a, not, a lot of nice things on there. Um, different chat things on there. You can hide error messages. Uh, Different things on the interface as well. You can show a volume slider, which is interesting. Um, Show the cooldowns. There's lots of different add-ons that will do that as well. Um, Let's see. You also have different little accessibility things here. So like a max camera zoom. You can set your field of view, set the weather density. Um, one that I like to use is faster auto looped and faster movie skips like faster movie skip makes it so that, uh, if you go into cinematic and you hit escape, normally you have to confirm. Yes, I want to skip the cinematic. If you have this checked, you can just hit escape and it'll immediately cancel the cinematic. and it won't ask you for con- confirmation. Um, uh, down here is one of my favorite parts of it. So if you go down to media, you can look over here click on a zone click on the dungeons various movies or random just um, interesting but so you can look listen to different music tracks uh, if you go to the cinematic the movies here it's um, so like the zones dungeons all this stuff will you can play any music track from that's in here the just the, the background music that's normally going choose anything to listen to uh, the movies you can click on any expansion and go to any of the, any part on there and it'll have any cinematic, any in game cinematic, the actual like, a, you know, expansion cinematic, all that stuff. It has them all in there. You can click on it and boom, it'll start playing that cinematic. So like that one here, click on forehead. Starts playing the cinematic. So that's really nice. Really cool. I love that. You just hit escape if you want to get out of it. Um, But I love, for me, I love the cinematics in the game. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, That's why WAD, leveling up through WAD for me, was fantastic because that was when they really started doing in game cinematics during leveling and stuff. And I loved it. WAD had some of the best leveling when it first came out, the rest of WAD. Not so good. <laughs> but the the style of, of quest scene that they did for WAD was fantastic. So I love you know watching Cinemax. You want to go and watch the uh, the Battle of the, Amph- the, the RAF get you. It's right there. You can go and watch that. It's fantastic. I love this feature of LTP. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, even if you're just using it just for the automat- automated quests and then the vendor repairs and automatically selling all your junk it's fantastic saves a ton of time but Bioshock can attest to that he was real happy yeah. um but yeah that's LTP uh Leatrix plus feel free to check it out on wherever wherever you get your uh add-ons from you know if you'd use curseforge or if you use some something else so there's a couple other ways you can get it a lot of people don't like curseforge that's fine <laughs>
1: anyway mr bioshock what did you do for your week in wow uh mostly for my week i've been testing classes on beta specifically finding the caster to play to go with like melee class i'm gonna be playing right so i spent a lot of a lot of time playing different casters this week and uh i think on next time when we try the next couple days is the preservation evoker the healing spec Nice. So that's kinda of what I've been doing and that's my plan for that coming week as well. Yep, I would I would love it if you fell in love with a healer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, having that pocket healer is always nice. Instant cues all the time, form in a group you want, get into any group you want, have a healer you can trust at your back all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. If you Bro. if you decide you love healing, go for it. Go for it. Hundred percent on board <laughs> with that. <laughs>
1: Um, what else have you done? Anything else? Uh, nope. Other than that, I don't know we'll cover it next week, but I'm looking forward to testing the, uh, pre-patch event. Yep. Yep. We will for sure talk about that next week.
0: Uh, after we test it out, see what they've got in there. Um, yeah. Well, um, as far as for me, pretty much. So we did this, I did a speed run last Friday. It went... Well, but I wasn't happy with it. Uh, we set we, we broke uh, lowered my record, which my re- the world record for me, which I'd set was eight hours and 45 minutes, I believe is what it was. And I did this one in like six and a half hours. It's like six hours and 29 minutes. So yeah, I knocked it down by two hours, 15 minutes, but it did not go smoothly and I definitely definitely felt like I could have knocked off another hour. Um, Had a lot of issues and stuff in it. Just didn't seem to go very smoothly as it normally does. Made some mistakes. Had a lot of issues with rares not showing up that normally are almost always there. Uh, So that was odd. Not sure why. Typically with Chromie Time, it kind of affects that a bit. But that's usually if I've left dollaran on and decided to change Chromie Time to WAD later on. I don't yeah. know it didn't have any it, I didn't do that this time but it just still had a lot of rares didn't show up um, had a couple of oddball deaths but I don't think deaths weren't too big of an issue this run it just it just didn't run smoothly I felt like um, but yeah I felt like it could have gone a lot faster so I wasn't super happy with how it went but uh, end of the day we did lower my time down by two hours and 15 minutes so the record's still six and a half hours Is what I set it to now I haven't actually submitted it to speedrun.com I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> We'll see uh, I probably yeah. will at some point But I just haven't had time to sit down and do it uh, but Other than that, uh, we tested some dungeons um, uh, We've been testing out a few dungeons this week Had a lot of fun doing that um, yep. I like I like most of the dungeons there's a, there's a couple that are kind of meh, meh, whatever But it's not bad I'm looking forward to actually doing some mythic plus testing. Didn't get to do any this past weekend when it was open for a couple of dungeons because of family stuff and lack of sleep. <laughs> didn't really play a whole lot this weekend just cause I had no sleep and was exhausted and laid in bed most of the time. But, yeah. uh, I know, uh, we finished leveling with techno. You got your, uh, your dwarf to, or not dwarf. Um, Magar, uh, Magar. yeah, you got your Magar arc to fifty, and got your Heritage Armor, right? All oh, right,
1: yeah, I did that. I forgot about that. I mean, yeah, that I got my Dwarf to thirty as well.
0: Yep, um, and then Techno and I got our, <laughs> uh, we got our monk, I had a, a, and monk and mage. Yeah, sorry, I had it, somebody whispered me in game for I don't know who they are. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, we got our uh, monk and mage. Techno did his mage. Got it 60 uh, last night actually. Um, I got the monk to level 60. Um, I kind of like the monk. I don't. I, I don't know how it's gonna be in Dragonflight. That's kind of the only other class that I'm really, other than demon hunter, that I kind of really wanna check and see and test it. Um, I just haven't been enjoying yeah. it in, in testing for Dragonflight because I have no gear because I didn't play the monk at all during Shadowlands. Um so right. my my gear is like one eighty or something, and just kind of real weak. Real weak. But
1: uh Well you gotta know, wait for
0: the pre patch you get that gear upgrade. Right, right, yeah. But no, I, I I like I like the monk. I like playing it. Um I I think there's potential there for speed runs. i I'd, I'd really wanna do some more testing on it. Um, and get used to the play style because it has a little bit less survivability than Demon Hunter, I feel like. But Touch of Death. Um, But yeah, Touch of Death is amazing because that's the one thing that kind of, that really slows down speedruns is you get a big rare that you're going to kill or whatever and it just takes a while to kill because when you're speedrunning, you're focusing just like Mythic Plus, you're focusing all on AoE. Um, So you're kind of single targets, kind of meh. And that touch of death was so nice to have. Um, so I think we could have potential for some speed runs with uh, a monk, but I don't, I don't think we'll have any more speed runs until Dragonflight, uh, because I don't, th- with the pre patch comes out, we're going to lose ones of wisdom. I believe at the start of pre patch. Um, yeah. We'll see. We might have, we might have a week. We might have one week where we can do a speed run. So we'll see. It just kind of depends on when it all falls. When pre- we don't know yet when pre-patch is going to start. Um, it just kind of—it's all going to—it you know, depends on where the cards fall, essentially. So yeah. we'll see. We might do another speed run if, if if it lines up correctly. But my guess is we won't do any speed runs till Dragonflight is out. Uh, but yep. Anything else you got, Bio? Anything you want to talk about? Oh. Nope. All right. I know I'm getting tired. It's late for me. We started a little bit later than normal tonight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I think that is it for now. So uh, if you want to check out any of our other stuff, uh, up on the top right, you've got my socials. you got Twitch, uh, twitch.tv, at BuckBlind, um, or slash BuckBlind. you got YouTube, I'm Blind, the Demon Hunter. On Twitter, it's at
1: BuckBlindDH. And then bio. What are your uh, socials? They're up up here. Twitch and YouTube are both QQ underscore Bioshock. Um, I stream quite often. Yep. Uh, videos for YouTube. I'm waiting for pre patch. Yep, yep. But yeah, that's it.
0: All right. Well, uh, without any further ado, thank you all for listening, watching, whatever you do. Don't forget to like, subscribe, whatever. We're on. It's gonna be on Spotify, iTunes. Well, not Apple, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're, whatever they're calling it nowadays. Uh, Spotify, Apple, um, RSSfeed.com, and then also the video will be up on YouTube. So, again, like, subscribe, all those things. Appreciate any follows, any likes, all that. You guys are great. Thank you very
1: much, and you all have a good one. See you later.